I'm a fun guy. <laughs> Not a game. We talking about practice. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Triple Dribble. We've got the big three. Jay, what's going on? Dads, how you doing, man? Doing good, guys. Good, how good. And myself, Loki, uh, talking all things NBA, basketball for the week. Uh, pretty quiet week, boys. Not much happened, right? It's like a normal oh. week of, of yeah, basketball. Didn't even this look week, at my so. phone. Barely checked anything uh, this week. Yeah. <laughs> so boring, yeah. But so much going on. So much going on. So many trades. Changing the landscape of the NBA a little bit. Uh, players moving here and there. Heaps to talk about with trades. Um First, though, let's just talk about the weekly recap. Let's see what happened around the league. Um, Jay, I'm going to throw it over to you. Did you see anything this week that you that stood out to you? Yeah, man. Let's not let's not bury the lead. It's all things Lakers doom and gloom this week. They've lost what seven um, seven in a row now. Uh, three and seven in the last ten. Just just bad. I just want to read out some very quick Russell Westbrook um, quotes that he gave before the after the loss to Milwaukee, he got benched um, end of the third quarter and all of the fourth quarter, he pretty much didn't play. Then the meme came out of him trying to hug AD and LeBron and both of them were like, get the fuck out of my face. Like, don't touch me. And he was completely out of it. He goes at the press conference, he says, I told them I wished I could help them, but I wasn't in the game to help them out. But that's not my call. I shouldn't have to hit any benchmarks, to be honest. I, I earned the right to be in closing lineups. It is the most tone-deaf thing I've ever heard from Westbrook playing. It's ridiculous is what he's doing. He was benched the next game because um, of back soreness or something against Portland, which they lost again. Uh, just like a horrible loss for Lakers. And yeah, I think this week has just all been about how bad the Lakers are and the fact they can't beat a JV like Portland team. Um, going conferences to the East again, Brooklyn aren't much better. They've lost 10 in a row as well. And they, like, they had the big trade happened for them. But they can't keep anyone on the floor. They're getting blown out every which way. Kyrie's playing, they lose. Kyrie's not playing, they lose. It's just a bit of a mess um, any way you look. But one particular game I want to highlight for last night was um, Chicago versus Minnesota, which I texted you guys out. Amazing game. I actually sat down and watched pretty much all of this game um, yesterday. It was so fun to see these young kids running around, like Dasun Moo and Javante Green and everyone from Chicago. And even Kat, I mean, Anthony Edwards is amazing to watch live as well. Just, yeah, the, the league's in good hands if these youngsters are playing, and especially now in the All-Star, the rookie game. Cannot wait, because all these guys are playing in that too. So, yeah, that's a quick weekly recap of the week that was. So Minnesota are looking are looking really good. They've been quietly achieving. This. They're into the uh, you know the top eight in the West, and they've been sitting there for a few weeks. And and yeah, chipping away, playing, yeah. They're playing competitive. Um, I mean, they've got a good. They've got a great squad. When you look down at their roster, uh, obviously Anthony Edwards, Edwards, Cat, D'Angelo is playing some great, um, you know, floor general basketball kind of kind of thing as well. Um, and they've got yeah a bunch of good people around them. Uh, they're looking good, and yeah, they could make the playoffs. They could make the top six. As long even, if as they get... just, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, they, one game. Know, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say the one game I want to call out is um, Suns versus Bucks, which is sort of a oh yeah, yeah recreation was... of our finals. But the Suns are on another level. 
Yeah, I think they don't get talked about. I don't know. We don't really talk about them, but they are playing insane basketball. And I think this year is they're ready and they're focused and ready to go all the way, essentially, and close out finally in the finals. Nine, nine and one in the last 10, um, Phoenix, yeah. we don't call out, but mm-hmm. amazing play. Just watching um, CP3 in that game, like you said, Nads, I haven't seen him play live in a while, but oh my God, he's the way he just turns like the team. He controls it. He's everything. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And shout out to Booker, man. Like, I've never been a big Booker guy, but God damn, he played well last yeah. game. And yeah. he's been shooting it very well. I just, yeah, yeah no, big, big ups. He's they are, they, yeah, they are locked in this season, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Booker's, Booker plays effortless, effortlessly. And I think the whole team plays effortlessly, which is why people kind of, we don't talk about them as much as we should. They do it. I mean, Chris Paul, not a, he's obviously not a fast guy, but the way he just comes up the court, he knows what he's doing. Just a couple of passes or gets around a corner. Gets Aiton's, Aiton and um, Paul are a great combination together. Um, getting a screen, screen and um, uh, screen, pick and rolls and pick and pick pops and, rolls. and things yep. like that. Yeah, um, they've been great. Uh, in the East, also we have Cleveland yep. playing some great basketball, um, as expected. Uh, I mean, Milwaukee are looking. Milwaukee are looking good, good, good again. And I think I was looking forward to this Suns Bucks Finals rematch and. It's just, Suns made it look like too easy, unless unless the Bucks are holding their cards. I'm not. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but it just looked it looked too easy. Um, moving on, I They'll, think to the yeah, to the big ticket item that we, we need to talk about in in detail are uh, the trades this week. Bunch of trades started with. Started well, with start. Give me give me your hat. I'll give you my hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For everyone who can't see, Nads is wearing his Brooklyn one, jumping on the bandwagon and. Loki's remaining loyal to the 76ers through the process and then everything else that's going on. <laughs> yeah, this cap is, um, yeah, the 76ers cap. So um, I've had it for a while and I'm wearing it more proudly these days, I think. <laughs> uh, but the big, big, big ticket item, guys, Nads, I'm keen to hear your thoughts on this as a Sixers fan. Uh, yeah. We've got, we got think... Harden and we got rid of Simmons. What do you think about the trade and how it went down? So I think... Um, I think in the trade, the Nets actually won that trade. But overall, if you consider what they did to get Harden, they lost, if that makes sense. I think they gave up a bunch of first-round picks uh, to the Rockets to get Land Harden, the Nets. And now they've essentially um, traded them away for Simmons, Curry, and Drummond. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I think Harden will obviously be great um, on the Sixers. I just feel like Curry was a big loss. Um, and I know the Nets definitely need shooting, and so they, I feel like they win in that regard. I don't know how Harden and Embiid will work out. Harden's also kind of old. He's got an injury. He's getting up there in age. Like, you know, I don't know if this will be like the push that the Sixers want to, to finally complete the process and, you know, win a, win a ring. I think that's such a Philadelphia 76 a fan response to to getting to getting a guy like Harden. I mean, with James like, Harden, just constantly so? just negative, no. just bearish on it. Yeah, yeah no, like, no, oh, I, it might work. Look, do you want it? Why do you think it'll work? Because I'm with Nads. I was going to come down even harder, but I mean, that's yeah, like that. That's me. I, so I, my, I mine is like someone who, my, my response is someone who's gone through the process and is just now like, well, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, we've, been, we've, been through, we've been through a lot in the process. We've, got, we've gotten <laughs> a bunch of different people and it's like, has this worked? Has it? But guys, when we think about trades and talk about other teams doing trades, it's, 
it's always like, oh, it's the same question. It's like, oh, I wonder will it work? But at the same time, if someone else gets a big star, we tend to be like, that is, yeah, oh, they got this guy. That's that's great. You know, that's amazing. Um, it's it's either it's either or, right? So I think with I think with this, it's been a long wait to get a superstar mm. that's willing to play like a massive superstar, like a top five player of our generation. I think um, like he's. Oh, okay, arguably, he'll be a top, he'll be in a top five list for a bunch of people for 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 the last maybe ten years. It'll be James. Yeah, Harden. okay. Um, he's thirty-two and he's having an okay season. I agree, the season's is a bit down, but he's like still you know, twenty-four points, like nine assists or something. Not, not maybe not nine, yeah. quite a few. He's still having no, no. He's twenty-four, eight and four or something. Yeah, it's yeah. about right. He's had uh, that's that's really good it's just his shooting shooting percentage is down um doesn't mean he's not going to shoot and you're not going to say don't shoot it's james harden kind of thing um guys and don't forget tobias harris is there as a third option and i know he's not in the same level as them but he's he's been balling the last few weeks he's playing really really well um so i think i'm i'm optimistic i think it's i think it was a great trade i think I think Seth Curry had to be taken, had to go as well. Um, it's essentially a uh, Harden replaces Seth Curry in the lineup. Plus, we give Gabe Drummond and picks. I feel like yep. Simmons was just Simmons was a nothing for Philadelphia. Yeah, that's kind of, right. Like, yep. Sitting there, so it's not like we traded an asset; we just traded something. Dead weight. Yeah, it was just something clogging up your yeah inside. So it was a Seth Curry. Seth Curry, Drummond, and firsts for Harden, and I'm a, I'm okay with that. I think Drummond was a big loss to me, um, as a, who's, who's, a who's the, yeah, who's the backup for Embiid? B-ball, Paul, man, Paul Reed, B-ball. Paul Millsap. You got, you guys got Millsap in the trade. Don't forget, big Millsap's <laughs> coming to Philly now. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think this means for the Nets, though? Like, I'm actually curious on, you know, because I feel like they, they've won, um, decently with Simmons, Drummond, and um, Seth Curry. I think I, I don't. I don't know if I. I think they they maybe won by a little tiny margin because you have Simmons playing with who like who's your center. That's the that's the main issue I think from the Brooklyn side. It's defense is like your defense is kind of well struggling in a sense because you have two defensive players. You got KD and you got Simmons. The rest of the people, Seth Curry, uh, Patty, and everyone. I mean everyone else like Kessler Edwards and whoever you want to say on that team, they're all six, you know, six foot and under. None of them can really defend that well. When you're in a playoff series against, you know, whether it's Miami, whether it's, you know, Brook, oh, sorry, um, the Bucks, you need people to defend. And you, I just have a feeling that they don't have that sort of those two or three plays you really need. It's all going to land on Simmons. Oh, it's all going to land on KD. KD has to take all of the sort of offensive role as well. And that's sort of, if they got Bible or someone, I would have been like, oh, fantastic, but it might have been too much. But yeah, the thing I worry about is that how much can Simmons do on his own to get the defense up to scratch for Brooklyn? Yeah. And so I think they got, uh, yeah, so like they got, they have Drummond. I mean, do, I think they got Drummond as a defensive center. He's, no, he's, not, not, he's not great, he's but not. He's, not, he's not bad. Um, he, yeah, can, he's, he can take a, he can, he's huge. He can, he can take some hits. 
Um, what, so you're just both, saying he's got six fouls in him. That's all it is for a playoff game. He's yeah. going to get the six fouls. And, yeah, fair. Okay. Uh, then like Nick, Nick Claxton, who's a rookie, but he's, he's a good yeah. defensive player, a bit too very uh, thin at the moment, but he's a good defensive player. And, and then that's it. And you're not going to play Aldridge as your starting centre in playoffs against um, freaking Giannis. You know? Giannis and <laughs> or NBA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, they, they, got, um, they got Griffin still. I don't know how... Yeah, I think he's washed anyway, but they've got, yeah, Griffin and Aldridge. He's so not. A, he's going to get steamrolled by those two guys as well, like Embiid and Giannis. So if you're planning for playoffs against the best teams, it's going to be yeah, Giannis, Embiid right. kind of guys you're looking at in the middle. Um, so that's that's what... I'm just like, how is that going to work? How, how, how are they going to line up at centre in the playoffs? Um, if you're going for a championship, I don't think it's going to work. Um, mm. while, while Philadelphia... You just replaced, you just upgraded Seth Curry to a Harden and you, you have your backup centers missing that. So like oh, Corey did play, he's already started playing a bit um, last game and he looked, he looks good, but I think he's just very raw and I don't, exact same thing what's going to happen in the playoff game and B's going to play like 48 minutes. Um, so yeah, sorry, Nats. No, I was, I just want to jump in. Like I know that the Sixers and Nets meet up, I think it was early March. Obviously I think <laughs> Ben Simmons won't play, um, but at it the might. playoffs. Maybe. Uh, maybe, but uh, for, for the playoffs, he'll, he'll definitely come in. Yeah. Um, I just wonder how it's going to go. I just want to see some tension on the court. I want to I hear the boos in um, Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of want Ben Simmons to succeed. I feel like he's going to ball out mm-hmm. now. Yeah. But also, screw him. Uh, <laughs> what a big baby. At the same I got time, a couple of... Unlucky. I got a question for you guys. Which happens first? Does Kyrie get his shot or does Ben Simmons hit like four threes at Wells Fargo? Oh, they're, they're both afraid of taking a shot, right? So, um, <laughs> all right, I, uh, it's gonna be awesome if next game Kyrie comes back. He's like, yeah, I'm vaccinated, guys. Don't worry, we're all good. I just wanted Harden to leave, and I'm good. I'm good. Let's let's go for a ring. Or when Simmons comes back, he's like, oh yeah, don't worry. I've been learning on shooting. Let's let's go. I'm hitting two threes a game now. It's like five threes. Um, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> um, I just want what before we go on. Just one thing I want to raise. I hate how this worked out for both teams. I just, there's something philosophically wrong with the fact that Harden's on his third team in one and a half years. He goes from team to team to team when it's like running from the grind. He's not happy anyway. He hasn't achieved anything in the sense that playoff success. He's gone from Houston, yeah, to Brooklyn and now to Philly. He's powdered his way out of every team, which I, I generally just can't agree with. And now he's like, oh yeah, that's fine. I'm in Philly. On the flip side, Simmons has got, what, criticized by his, you know, his captain, his, like, by Obeid, and by his coach. He's like, oh, I'm not playing. He sits out the entire, like, three quarters, half the three quarters of a season. And then he still gets traded to the best, one of the best, like, teams in the NBA. Like, I just, I, I don't agree with how this has worked out. And it's just, I don't know, there's something there. I just, it leaves a bit of a bad taste in my mouth because so you it just would, shows you, that... You would rather both of them go to like Sacramento or something like that where they deserve to be, is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's... it's I, I agree with player empowerment, but it's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, yeah. I agree with the whole player empowerment thing or like superstar empowerment. Like, you you choose where to go, but there's just something... Yeah, I just don't, ag- mm. I just don't agree with how this has ended up because it just shows you can pout your way out of any situation. You yeah. don't have to actually... I hear like what you're saying. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I, it's I, a, I have to agree with you there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a business. It just shows that it's a business, right? Everything just every franchise is just a business, and they're just they're just trying to get better. Just trying to get better. Whoever's out there will deal with like personalities. 
I mean, these two are, you're right, the, the way that their personalities are going to be on their, on, on their new teams and how that's going to, uh, you know, how that's going to fit yeah. in with their current teams now. Like, that, that's going to be interesting to see if Harden, after like six months, is like, oh, I'm over this and just like go somewhere yeah, else. Or, what happens you know, when a beard gets injured? Someone steps on he's... Simmons' big toe and he's like, has a wind <laughs> and it's like, I'm out, I'm in, you know, I can't do this anymore, you know. <laughs> yeah, what, I guess what happens to Harden when he goes, oh, Embiid's semi-injured, and then I have to play with Tobias Harris and God knows who. Is he going to call him out? See you guys later. End of the year. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else again. Like, is he just, yeah. I don't know. I think, just, I think some players earn the right to pout, essentially, mm-hmm. right? If you're a superstar. And then there's other like players who, if they That's get traded, they get traded. They don't get a chance to do anything about it, you know. Um, but yeah, I agree. It, it is a little unfair. I feel like it's unfair to the other players that you can just sit out lose money if you want, whatever it may be, and then just go to another team. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that makes you a little bit equal with the owners who can just trade you away. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. yeah that's the other option. And the only other thing I'd say before we move on is you guys see the um, All-Star draft with Harden dropping all the way to second last and Katie not picking him? That, oh, that was, was hilarious. amazing. It was so fun to watch that. Holy shit. LeBron's hiding behind his keyboard, like his um, clipboard laughing. And he's, yeah... And beats like trying to just put on a straight face and go, I need size and pick go bed second last and Harden just went. It was yeah. fantastic. Like Yeah, oh that was God. it was it was I didn't watch it live, but I saw the I saw the end of it. Um I saw the the recorded version and that was that was really funny. We'll talk about the all-star stuff in yes. a sec. Um there's other trades that happened that I wanted to have a quick chat about with you guys. Uh so we touched on Sacramento as a franchise, I guess, in their, in their, in, sorry, <laughs> yeah, in right. their, uh, kind of what they, what they do in their element basically is fail. Um, <laughs> they made a couple of moves, but it's kind of what, what they're trying to do. They got Sabonis and they won their first mm-hmm. game with Sabonis. And I watched a bit of this game and they actually didn't look that bad playing, you know, Sabonis yeah. actually fit in pretty well, but they lost, they lost Halliburton, which is, just a, like a mind-boggling thing to think about. What are they doing? Um, and they, of course, used Indiana as their trade partner for, for that. Um, with Indiana making a bunch of moves and coming away with the win for that. Yeah. Uh, so, Nats, keen to your thoughts, man. What's your thoughts on the two teams that we've been talking about? I want to talk about the Blazers as well. But first start with the Pacers. Um, yeah, I, I mean... What they're up to in Sacramento. Let's trade with Sacramento. I think everyone was shocked at the fact that Tyrese got traded uh, and I was like, what's going on? Um, but as you mentioned, I think this is a huge infinite. Also, Buddy Heald was in that package. Yeah. And, you know, that's, I think he's, he's a great three-point shooter. Indiana um, Pacers won out here. I don't, I don't really understand what Sacramento Kings are doing. Um, and hopefully one of, one of you can shed light on it because I, I don't really watch too much of the games, but I was confused and I was like, is, are they trying to tank but not tank? And like... <laughs> It's, 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 yeah, it's confusing. It's a 10th seed, man. That play-in game, that's everything. Like, the 10th to get, that, you go all in. When you have a chance to go for the number 10th seed, you just go all in. You go, for 10 in. And you, you go all in, you make that play-in and lose in the first, yeah, game anyway. That's, you just make that half-assed attempt to try to get, you know, try to make, I think we can do it with this kind of squad. Let's do it, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm please Adam Silver. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, yeah, yeah, we're trying hard. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. I, I just said one, th- like, from my angle anyway, the only way you make sense of this if, is if you think the Kings went Halliburton, all right, 
you've reached your ceiling. Like your floor's so high, you've reached what like what you can do. Like in five years' time, you might be slightly better, but you're not going to be that much better. Let's get a 25 year old all star who's quote unquote proven it before. And you have Debbie on Mitchell now. Like he played really well last game again. Isn't you have Irish Mitchell. Really you're like, young? yeah, but that's. I mean, being the most fairest of the Kings, you'd be like. If they're looking fair down, you'd be like, all right, we got Fox in for, for five years more. He was locked in. We got Davion Mitchell, who we'll give a contract to. You got rid of a couple of contracts with the Buddy Healed one. It's expensive. To be the most nicest to them, I feel like that's what they're doing. They've just gone, all right, we know what we're doing for the future, quote unquote, we know what we're doing. Here's what it is. Let's do it. In a rational sense, it's a dumbass move. Like, it's an absolutely ridiculous move to be able to do that. But, yeah, let's see. Mm. They've gone from mediocre to potentially getting stronger in the future with the young lineup to mediocre now and unsure <laughs> future. <I think>. <laughs> <laughs> it's 10 steps, yeah, 10 steps forward, one step back, really. Yeah. They just can't, um, they can't do anything. I feel for Sabonis. I feel like he had a better chance in Indiana to in the next couple of years to make the plane. Um, but anyway, we'll see. Uh, Indiana look good now as well. I like I like this. Yeah, uh, Brogdon, they got Halliburton, they got healed. I, I mean, they got um, also they got they got they got Tristan Thompson. So I expect potentially <laughs> another newborn in the state of uh, Indiana. <laughs> uh, Making his moves, yeah, for sure. Apologies to Chloe Kardashian. Um, <laughs> uh, the other big uh, trade guys is uh, well, there's a couple, but um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Chris Straps Porzingis. Ooh, He's Knicks were right. Knicks were right. I just want to put it out there. We traded him at the right time. This is the one time the Knicks got out in front and went, we don't trust this guy's injury history. We don't know what he's going to be. And they traded him. Knicks were right. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Now, did you have yeah, any thoughts about the Knicks trade? I think, I think the Mavs got a, a great deal here because they yeah. got that. What? Uh, what's the name? Bertrand. <laughs> yeah, Bertrand is great, right? And then I know Spencer Dinwiddie's not playing his his best, but I still feel like there's a lot to give. Like it's, no, it's not like when he was on the Nets, um, his time at, at the Wizards was uh, ish, like disappointing if I put it that way. But I think the Mavs have won that won this trade. I, like by sorry, far. I, you 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 did not just say Davis Davis Patans is a good pickup. That's a horror. What are you talking about? He's, he's rubbish. He's, he's young. When he gets going, he can shoot the three. I think he's like, he's moldable. He's shooting right? 31% from three this season for a rat team. Yeah. How is that good? He's young, right? He's he not- can shoot the three. He's young. He's, when did he come into the league? Like two years ago? No, he's been playing since 2016, so six years. Really? Yep. I would not have called that. I would not have called exactly. that. I was like, this guy's young. All right, my bad. I still think he's great, though. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong, though. I think, I think they got a good deal yeah. in that. Um, like Porzingis is going to bounce again from um, from Washington in the next yeah. twelve months because he's going to be on the sidelines all the time. So um, they got Dean Witty. Uh, yeah, you're right. He's not playing his best basketball. Dean Witty is a decent, like a really good guy. Um, and Bertans, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm kind, I'm kind of on the fence. I haven't seen enough to say he's he's great. I know he's he is a good three. Did he really come to the league in 2016? I yep. have to Google this. Apparently, he like. started with um, the Spurs. So he's playing for the Spurs yeah. from 2016 to oh. 2019. Then he got traded to Washington in the 2019-2020 season. Oh snap! He's like nearly 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, I was saying how old. I'm trying to figure out how old he is. He's 92 born, so he'll be yeah, he's older than me. Which is see, he's not young. 
I can classify myself uh-huh. as young, but he's older than me, so that's not that's my bad. Not being, my uh, bad there, yeah. <laughs> but I see your point. I see your point, Nads. Um, and I think I agree with it a little bit. Um, yeah. Dumb trade. Just just dumb dumb trade from both sides. I can't. It's just, yeah. Uh, the Wizards also lost yeah. trays. They lost trays. Was, yeah. I think that's that was I think a, great for Charlotte. But yeah. I that's don't know great, who they got for, in great for the Hornets. Great for the yeah. Hornets. Um, they got a also, backup. They got a backup defensive center power forward, hmm. um, which they really needed, and they they nailed it. Uh, really good, and they scored 140 points yesterday as well. Charlotte are doing the offensive game is insane. Um, also, unfortunately, it's that uh, Beal got injured for the season for his wrist, like he's out for the season for Washington. Hmm. The big loser. We'll get to like more losers. The big loser out of this is everyone who has to pay their star player like 260 million dollars in the off season. Like Washington are going to have to pay, Portland are going to have to pay Lillard, and then um, Philly have to pay uh, Harden the same. That's like I, I don't know. Like the biggest losers coming out of the GMs mm. will have to be like, what do we do with our team going forward? But yep, continue. Yeah, exactly. Um, the the last one I think uh, there's a bunch of trades. Like interesting other ones were um, Celtics getting Derek White, which I thought was yeah. really smart. And then your ties is back. The yeah, back to, back, back to Boston as well. So they got a centre back again. Um, and I don't know. They didn't get. They didn't have to give up uh, much. I felt to get to get Derek White. I thought he was worth more than Josh Richardson and a second pick. Kind of uh, it's a win now move. I think yeah. Spurs are looking to win now, and Josh Richardson's probably yeah. Celtics are looking to win now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> McCollum finally moving on. The brothers Lillard oh, and yes. McCollum. Lillard and McCollum. Dynamic duo. Era is finally over, and we've been saying this. The other team that needs to make some trades. It's sad to see him go, uh, but it was going to happen. <laughs> it was either Lillard or, or McCollum. Um, and or I both think, now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we'll see how they go. We'll see how um, the Blazers go. Um, New Orleans. How do you think New Orleans is looking now, guys? Um, just With from the Portland side. I can't, I don't understand. I just don't, I don't get it. How do you trade away one of your two pillars for Josh Hart and a protected first? Like, that's all they got for McCollum? McCollum's like a 20 point, like, he's what, a 20 point um, scorer per game, about what's four to five assists and a couple of rebounds. You get that away from Josh Hart and a first? Yeah, I'd be a little offended if that's what I got credit for. That's, like, I just don't, and and the whole, um, like the whole package they got, they got, you know, a few, other random pieces and picks and whatever. You're you're clearing away your cap space to pay Lillard, yeah, like we said, $250 million or so, and to pay Anthony Simons. So you're going back in time to have a small yeah. two-guard lineup with... Yeah, what, non-defensive that, like, lineup. What, yeah. what, what, what are we doing here? Like, it's confusing. I and it's a typical typical Blazers thing, right? We're going to be like, what are they, what are they doing? I, I, I completely agree. They didn't get enough back. McCollum's, McCollum's worth more... Um, and they also sent Nance Jr. and Tony Snell, you know, the pieces, are I, just like kind of role players, but still to um, New Orleans for Josh Hart and then Alexander Walker, who's been very average. Who they traded away. Like, yeah. if you're a rebuilding team like Portland, you trade him away to Utah. I'm like, yeah, Sadoransky as well, who's like an up and coming guard. Um, whoever is Duty, 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 maybe, and a, a 2022 first round pick as well. And uh, two second rounders, like they gave up, they 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 got not much back basically. But I heard a stat. So going back to the 2020 off season, the Blazers have now effectively turned McCollum, 
Gary Trent Jr., who's like a beast, and three first-round picks, uh, two of them out unprotected, four, Josh Hart, Keon Johnson, Alexander Walker, Luzada, oh. Bledsoe, and a first-round pick, and Jesus three seconds. Christ. They've done, they've gotten, away, they've, gotten of, they've gotten rid of very effective, strong players, and three first-round picks for that, kind of nothing. Um, and I just, I read that, I was just like, that's a joke. Like, that is horrible management. What's, what's, what's the strategy? That's a, like, yeah. yeah. If this like, is their one. Man, I'll, go, I'll answer you this. If you're, um, if you're a dame and you wake up in the morning, you're like, yes, let's see what we did the trade deadline. And you're like, we got who back? What, what's your step? Like, what's your next uh, if, step? If I was case? dame, I would do what dame always does. And I'll go on Twitter and be like, don't worry, guys. I'm not leaving. I love this franchise. False mm. news. And then probably next year I'm, I'm bouncing next season. <laughs> Release a rap album against but, someone. But, yeah, but, get. <laughs> yeah, but Dame's an idiot, and he probably, you know, what well, he might not leave, and he'll stick around and continue to just never get a ring, mm. even though he has so much talent, and it's so frustrating. Oh, could have come to Philly, man. No, I'm dude. If he was, would you have liked it? Would it have been better if he, like, if you got him instead of Harden? I wouldn't have mind. I thought that may have been a better choice. Yes. I think I would have, I would like that, but I just, I'm a big uh, Dame fan, so I think I would have been really happy with that. I, I'm I agree. A Harden I think fan. That's the thing. I've never been a Harden fan, yeah. so I'm like, oh, cool, we got Harden. I know he's great, but there's no like connection, <laughs> I guess. But I really, I've followed Lillard's career kind of thing. I've always like, always really liked what he does. He's just a gun player. Dame has he's more. A, he's, he's, a, he's a cool guy as well, just like yeah. straight up. And he has more um, postseason success than Harden does as well. He's hit two of the biggest shots in the last 15 years. So yeah. I, you could I feature, know, I could feature on a Meek Mill, Meek Mill yeah. album <laughs> as well. That would be sick. Um, one, one quick question. I saw Joe Ingles got traded to Poland. Do you reckon his career is over? Um, I know he's injured I, right now. It's done. I think he's... He might come back like on a very vet minimum or he might end up in... You know, somewhere like if it's Brooklyn or if it's Lakers, like on a very cheap deal, he might come back. I mean, I would say never say never. If people like, yeah, like Griffin and Aldridge are there, I, yeah. I still think he has more uh, to give, obviously. But poor guy. I don't know like, if it's a career, goals, career it's, ending it's, injury, but it's an ACL, right? So yeah, it's an ACL, and he's like yeah. thirty-two or three, which is the issue. By the time he comes back, if he's like thirty-four, thirty-five, mm. I think age is a thing. It's not the injury. I think it's age related, but not not with LeBron, but with yeah, everyone else. I mean, age. Joe Ingles looks like he's 50. Let's just get yeah. it out there. He's... <laughs> yeah, it's sad to see him go. Um, and I'm just going to quickly touch on Levert to Cavs was the first trade that we saw in the week. And I thought that was just like a sneaky great trade that yeah. um, that Cavs yeah. pulled. They got the Cavs Levert just sitting on the sidelines. Um, he, he was happy about it. He was like, yeah. I'm in a contender. <laughs> yeah, he exactly. pulled out yesterday. He did really well in yesterday's yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Cavs didn't give up much. Just Rubio expiring contract. So um, yeah, that was that was that was a quick sneaky trade. I think to start the the week, which was which was great. So heaps happening with the trade. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens post All Star, um, when players start getting more uh, comfortable with their new teams and things. So and in the playoffs. Um, especially with Philadelphia and Brooklyn, man. If they meet in the playoffs at any point... It's going to be awesome. That's like heaven. Uh, Yes, speaking of the All-Stars, have you seen Team LeBron, Team KD? What do you guys think? Uh, I think it's a pretty interesting uh, selection on either side. It's... Man, I'm not a fan. Like, Duran's team, the starters, it just doesn't look as good. You and LeBron, you're starting LeBron, Giannis, Steph... 
uh, Demard and Jokic versus Embiid, Morant, Tatum, Young, and Wiggins. That's not the. I don't know. Like it's clearly one side in front of the other, and even in the reserves, you. I just don't. I don't understand how you can get Doncic, Chris Paul, Butler, and Donovan Mitchell and Garland in one team, and then Durant just picks a bunch. Not no one like. They're the lesser, maybe, of the All-Stars. It just seems... Yeah, it just seems so disjointed. I think, I yeah, I think the starting lineups aren't too bad. And, like, Wiggins just looks weird. Now I'm yeah. seeing them actually lined yeah. up. Wiggins looks a bit weird lined up in front of, like, a lot of the other players in the reserves. Um, but uh, Durant's team is really guard-heavy. They've got a lot of ball handlers on the, in, in the reserves. So they've got Moran um, and Trey Young as starters. But then Booker, Levine... DeJounte Murray, Chris Middleton, Lamelo Ball are all like small, not small, but like Levine's yeah. small forward and the same as Chris Middleton. But you got no big until until Gobert and Kat. That's why he had to go with size. He couldn't choose hard and he had to go with size. So yeah, and then while um, LeBron has, you know, has got Butler, um, uh, I guess he doesn't really have Joe Jokic. How many guards are in this All-Star game? I just realized. That's- that's the point with the rosters I was making when we were doing it last week. It is so guard heavy without yeah. like three or four of the bigs there. Like yeah. without your like PJs, Kawhi's, Anthony Davis. Like it's small. It's very, it's very small. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they'll actually do like a a game like last year, which was actually had a bit of intensity or just going to be back to the usual, you know, pretend we're playing hard, but not really all-star game. Yeah, I hope if it's, it's the same. Yeah. I, I hope it's that the format that like um, motivates them the, to do that. The elementing as well. When and you get to whole, the, yeah. It's like a Kobe Kobe based thing, which I think makes it a bit more serious. Um, guys, I think we'll move on to the next topic, which is who is looking good, which teams are looking good, which teams are looking bad. Um, and I have to start with the Lakers. Um, they're looking great. <laughs> 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 No, I mean, they, they look horrible. And I think at the trade deadline, we were all expecting something to happen, maybe definitely out of the West, like moving Westbrook onto somewhere, Westbrook going somewhere else, somebody else's problem. Um, but he's still the Lakers' problem. And Lakers have a big problem. They got they had no moves. Um, what do you guys think about? Where are the Lakers going? How are they looking so, this season? This is, this is my, my suspicion, right? This was uh, the Lakers saying to LeBron, the GM, you made this trade. You told us to get Westbrook. And so now you have to live with it. Yeah. We're not going to do anything. Um, but clearly this frustration. Yeah. I, I don't know what they were thinking. It's like they decided to sleep in um, on the trade deadline. They should have moved him. If they, if they have any hope for this year, they should have moved him. I don't, I just don't know what you could have done. So I agree. Um, all the reports came out that apparently the Rockets like, yeah, yeah, we'll take Westbrook. Um, you need to give us that 2027 first round pick for John Wall. Like for this season, would John Wall have made that big a difference compared to Russell Westbrook in making a finals push? Like, I don't think there's that much difference. Like Wall hasn't played for a year and a half as well. I, I, I think just, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, think I just you're don't right. know if you do that. Like, It's not about the starting lineup. They've got three stars. It's about the depth. When it comes to the depth, it doesn't matter what was going to happen unless they picked up some someone that's a good piece. They don't have any depth. They don't have anyone on their bench that can trade as well. No one wants any any of the Lakers yeah. players, really. It wouldn't make much of a difference for competitors to give anything good back to the Lakers. So they could have got another star. They would have gone 
Westbrook for another star or something like that. And I think they still would have been in the same position. Once once that guard or whoever might be a bit better than Westbrook's off the court, then they're screwed. They'll get, they'll get run over by most teams. Mm. I It's just the vibes are so bad. Like after that Portland loss, LeBron just went to the post-game conference. I was like, look, I'm tired. I just want some wine. I want to go to bed. I haven't heard him sound so defeatist before. Like it weirdly made him seem human. Like we're all used to being like LeBron is superhuman, didn't come overcome anything. This is the first time I've seen him, and I mean not first time, but like in a long time, I'm like, oh shit, you're just like a like you're just like getting in like an older basketball player. Well, like you're not. I mean, yes. no, he, I mean his his stat line is still crazy. Yeah, but he seems he seems fallible and old now, which yeah, is yeah, he seems human. Yeah. Which yeah, he's not yeah, he's mortal after being immortal for. 15 whatever plus years he finally mm. seems like mortal again and it's it's weird yeah yeah it's sad. Uh, do you think it's a bit dis- do you think it's a bit disrespectful benching Westbrook or do you think they've done the right thing no he hasn't pl- I, I, I it's it's a lot of what have you done for me lately in the NBA oh. which is it's good and bad Westbrook can't stay on the court if you can't control your turnovers if your shooting is that bad, like I've got the stats here, it, you can't be on the floor in closing lineups. Like, I'm sorry. It's just, you can't do it. And it's, all right, the last four ga- like four games, including the Milwaukee one. So versus Portland, nine points on three of, fel- three of 12 shooting, one of four of threes. Versus the Clippers, 17 points, seven of 18, one of five from three. Versus the Knicks, five points, one of 10 from field goal, zero from th- three from three-point range. And versus Milwaukee, 10 points, 3 of 11, 0 of 1 of 3. What makes you think someone like that can keep on the fourth quarter? Like, if that was anyone else, they'd be benched as well. Like, I just, I don't... Then it comes back to uh, superstar versus, like, ego, right? Like, do you think Westbrook will have a, maybe not the same right as Carmelo Anthony, but some sort of acceptance that maybe now he should be a, you know, not a starting player, more of a, a role player, I think Westbrook wrong, wrong team. Westbrook in a big three just doesn't work. He needs to be the number one or two option to be effective, um, and that's what he's been most of his career. But that's effective for himself, not for the team. I think even, right, even in yeah. teams where he's the number one and number two option, I'm not. I mean, I feel sorry for the guy because he's. I mean, he's a triple double, averaging you know amazing. Like that's just amazing in in any era of basketball, and that's because he's a heavy. You know, he he. He hogs those rebounds, but his passing is amazing. His passing is great. He has great vision. He can he can score or close to the basket. He can attack the rim. Um, but as like you know, the third option on a team, he doesn't. I don't think it's his role. I don't think it worked. Um, this is the first time he's in that position. So I think it's more of a he needs to be the leader on the team. But unfortunately, that team doesn't succeed. <laughs> um, it's a, that sucks. So yeah, maybe a, if he becomes a bench player, I think he'll be even more ineffective. Or if he becomes a bench player, you'd have to leave this lead the second unit, and that's it. Not play so, with the kind so of. So he just he needs just a, a new team built essentially around him, which is yeah, it's going to be a struggle in the league these days. Yeah, or be a, or be a bench player and just lead the second unit for like twenty minutes a game. Mm. Um, I was watching Inside NBA. I think it was um Inside NBA with uh like with Shaq or Shaq or something. And they said something very interesting about Westbrook where they said it's the first time he has to start playing like basketball with basketball IQ and not just fantasy. And that was super interesting because what they said about the last few seasons in Washington and in Houston, 
they were like, it was just a four, like a four, five out system where you chuck the ball, you go get your rebounds, you do it. This is the first time in Westbrook's career before he left OKC um, with uh, like with Harden and then with um, Kevin Durant mm. that he has to actually play in a system and play high IQ basketball and he can't do that. And I was like, yeah, shit, that's actually a really good point. Mm. He's just used to like, you know, getting those rebounds, you know, chucking it up, running like with his head cut off kind of thing, like with a chicken with his head cut off. This, he has trouble fitting in when it's LeBron and AD in a proper system with like really smart basketball players, he can't fit in. And that's, yeah, that's just something interesting mm-hmm. that I didn't really think of before. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, he's in an interesting kind of player, his playing style. It, it's like, I don't think I've seen it before because um, he's, he's good. It's just something just doesn't work with him. Um, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there yeah. just before I go or we go. Which top three, which three teams... Are you looking forward to most post post or stuff and in the playoffs maybe each? Who do you think? Who are you looking forward to, Jay? Just name quickly oh. three teams. Okay, for three teams. Um, teams. Team, team Antonakumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Antonakumbo's baby skills oh, challenge oh, 2022 oh. winners. Um, <laughs> no, so okay, so in the Eastern Conference, I'm gonna go Raptors. I think Raptors are just killing it right now. They've got a lot of fun players um, on their team. Uh, the Bulls, obviously, and uh, Cavs. I think I hope, if Cavs can win a first-round series and then even lose in a hard-fought second round, that's a win of a season. They've done yeah. a lot. Western Conference, it's hard because there's not a lot of good teams that I think are going to do anything. I mean, Wolves, it'll be a great story if the Wolves make it. Um, Grizzlies, obviously, favorite team of the season so far. And the Suns. If the Suns win this year... It's going to be huge. And I, I think they have a high, very good opportunity of winning the championship this year. Cool. For me, uh, three teams besides Philadelphia, Suns, uh, Cavs, and Bucks. Uh, looking forward to watching them. I think post, just post, they're going to all ramp everything up and fun to watch. Mads, three teams. Yeah, I've got to say, uh, very similar. Um, Cavs, I think the Bulls, and then I don't know, I'll be biased and say the 76 I just want to see the... Harden Embiid yeah. um, dynamic, and the Western Conference. I'm I'm all in on the Suns. Like they're just pushing through the unheard of. And then, as you mentioned, Timberwolves. I think they deserve it. Just a good playoff run. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just be great for like seeing Cat and Anthony Edwards fall out as well. So yeah, yeah, great to see Minnesota second half of the season just ramping up. I think it's good to see a young another young squad besides Memphis coming up in the West. But guys, I think that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Um, like and subscribe. Peace out. Bye. Ladies.